This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycast. This is Sonia for Joy 94.9 here on your second breakfast where we're speaking to a gentleman from Sydney, talking to him about what it's like to be a festival director for a really amazing film festival that is coming to Melbourne. And it's Kim Patalis. He's the festival director of something called the British Film Festival, the BBC First British Film Festival for 2015. It's in Sydney from the 27th of October to the 18th of November. And it seems simultaneously it's in Melbourne from the 28th of October to the 18th of November. And then it travels around while it's on. Actually, it looks like it's on simultaneously. Adelaide, Perth, Canberra, Brisbane and a place called Byron Bay. Anyway, uh, welcome uh, to the show this morning here, Kim. Good morning, Sonia. But yes, yeah, so it's playing literally simultaneously around the country. Is that unusual for a festival? This is the third uh, British Film Festival, and, yep. and we have uh, screened um, every festival uh, simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a way of being able to launch uh, new films that potentially could have a theatrical release at uh, Christmas or early in the new year. And also, you know, screening films that um, are available for, you know, for the current year in a festival environment. So that's interesting. You've, and the BBC are on board this time. Yeah, we're very proud to have uh, BBC First as our national sponsor this year. Mm. And as the, 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 the festival has really grown in stature over the, uh, the last three years. It started off as a, you know, very, very small, humble festival in, in 2013. And um, last year, we had um, 32,000 admissions uh, nationally compared to the uh, the initial 16,000. And the festival is really growing at such a rate that it, it'll soon be up there with our major festivals like the French, Italian and mm. Spanish film festivals that Palace screen nationally. Yeah, it's really jumped out this year because I think you've got some very strong films that are showing in the in the British festival itself. And, of course, looking at the queer content, retrospectively, these films are that do have LGBTIQ themes, including very popular in its day and still still does well, I think, still holds it well, My Beautiful Laundrette. So tell us the reasons behind having such films. Look, our retrospective this year is, um, it's 10 films and it's called, um, the retrospective is Love Actually, A Century of British Romance. Mm-hmm. And we picked a, um, an era, a film representing each era. And there's no, um, you know, better quintessentially um, uh, great romance film than uh, the 1980s where My Beautiful Laundrette um, um, is set. And I mean, it's a wonderful, um, you know, study of the two, um, the two leads and the relationship that they have, and both coming from completely different worlds, mm. uh, but um, connecting in such a, um, you know, a beautiful way. And there's another couple of films that I'd really like to highlight that we have in the um, in the festival, and one is uh, Women in Love, which yes. is uh, set in the 1920s, and it's a very controversial film directed by a very controversial uh, director. Um, Ken Russell, and mm. the the film um, is known for its uh, intertwining relationships, and 
there is a you know there's a homoerotic nude wrestling scene between the two lead Alan Bates and Oliver Reed, and it was incredibly groundbreaking at the time because it was one of the first times that you, you know you actually saw you know male genitalia on the screen mm. uh, in commercial cinema, and um, it was absolutely groundbreaking at the time. Yeah, no, it's and full. It's full frontal too. It's it's, it's it is. It's full frontal. There's no mucking yeah. around. <laughs> I was watching it last night. It was really night. brave. Yeah, really brave film and yeah. a, a wonderful film. And the other film that was groundbreaking for its time, representing the other uh, the 1970s, is Sunday Bloody Sunday, mm. which um, the film's a, a story of a, a love triangle, a love triangle between uh, Peter Finch, Murray Head, and Glenda Jackson, and. Uh, again, the film is um, um, groundbreaking because it, there was a, a male-to-male uh, kiss in the film, uh, you know, between an Academy Award-winning actor Peter Finch and Murray Head, mm. and and the film's also uh, based on the director John Schlesinger's relationship that he had with um, with actor uh, John Steiner. Mm. That's what it's basically, um, you know, um, based on. Yeah, it's it is very um, forward, very progressive. It's 1971 when Sunday Bloody Sunday came out. So to have such queerness and homosexuality, bisexuality shown in that way is pretty, pretty amazing. It is amazing, and and those films, you know, particularly Sunday Bloody Sunday, and also uh, Women in Love, they had an enormous impact on on my um, uh, appreciation of cinema mm. um, as a young, um, you know. 14 or 15 year old, year old um, at the time, uh, seeing those films, they they really um, they gave me a uh, a real understanding of you know art cinema back then. So they had an enormous impression. I'm so proud to have both those films in this year's festival. Ken Russell deserves his own festival, doesn't he? He's such an uh, interesting, absolutely. eccentric British, very British, you know, provocative, wonderful director. I- Look, I, I agree wholeheartedly in some of his, the films that I saw back then, like Savage Messiah, Music Lovers, mm. The Devil. They're all just wonderful films, that, wonderful films that I'll never forget. Yeah, and sexuality has always been something he has... It's been always been matter-of-fact, something that he never was afraid to portray. So, interesting. Um, you've chosen that one. So, yes, very good. Which brings me to a question I wanted to ask you, actually. A film that isn't isn't in the retrospective side with an LGBTQ theme, of course. I wonder why you didn't include something like um, Breakfast on Pluto or The Crying Game, but maybe it's because I'm a bit of a Neil Jordan fan, because it's very queer. Okay, I'm, a Neil, I'm a Neil Jordan fan also. And uh, mm. um, the, the issue is um, trying to secure new uh, remastered digital versions of these films. Right. And I just... You know, I wish I had an open book and I could select anything, but we do have to wait for our films to be remastered. It's quite a um, an expensive process, and you think in these, this day and age of uh, Blu-rays and DVDs that it's quite easy, mm. but uh, but it isn't. I was really um, I fought very hard to actually get the Woman in Love um, okay. remastered, and I think we were the instigators behind the film actually playing at the. Um, the London Film Festival uh, this weekend. Mm. So I think it was our initiative that I think the uh, the London Festival also jumped onto the other uh, film. Good, good move because then it might actually get seen by more people and respected for what it is. And what a great cast! I mean, Glenda Jackson, she was she was the power woman, really the the big actress of that era. Absolutely, she was um, you know the nineteen seventies, nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies Meryl Streep. She was. Mm. Um, 
great dramatic actress and and also very uh, very brave. She mm. chose very very brave roles and mm. uh, Women in Love, and also I'll never forget her uh, performance um, in The Music Lovers. Yes, of course, yeah. Another Ken Russell one. So, yeah, she's had a wonderful career. Very interesting. Very good. And, of course, Alan Bates, always understated, but, you know, he doesn't get as much attention as Oliver Reed has in the past, but um, he's, one of the, he's one of the great English actors of the time. Yes, agreed. Mm. Now, just uh, before we go, the, of course, uh, I think a lot of people know Beautiful Laundrette, Stephen Frears, the director. It's it's a really interesting film. Hanif Qureshi wrote the screenplay before he went into films himself. And possibly for the 80s, I would say it's the one of the English films of the 80s. And perhaps Prick Up Your Ears would be the other one. Uh, both of them, of course, queer. So uh, the English yeah. seem to do that well, if that's the right expression. What do you think? Look, I, I, think, I think English cinema has always been uh, very brave. Mm. And I think, you know, we touched on it before with Ken Russell, and I think that the English um, do do it very well, no doubt. I'm looking forward to um, seeing what people who haven't seen My Beautiful Laundrette think of it. Lovely 1985 movie, great soundtrack, and, of course, the impeccable acting of of Daniel Day-Lewis. You can almost believe he is uh, uh, a scoundrel and a hooligan. Yeah, it's a wonderful, wonderful film. And actually, speaking of uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, if you if you look at Sunday, Bloody Sunday, there is mm. one scene where he plays a, um, a a little vandal who who goes past and he I think he scratches um, all these prestige cars. Oh, it's, right. it's only on screen for about five or ten seconds. But right. you, you can see that it's Daniel Day-Lewis. My and goodness. apparently he was, found, he was paid two pounds to... <laughs> to destroy these cars in that uh, one little scene. So, yeah, look out for uh, Daniel Day in in that um, in Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah, like he's gone from strength to strength, an amazing actor, and up there with the likes of Gary Oldman, I think. But for independent cinema and more art house, he certainly has won that space, hasn't he? Yes, definitely. Yeah, wonderful. I mean, in films like There Will Be Blood, um, he's just an incredible actor. He mm. really is. No, so My Left Foot, which he won oh, the Oscar yeah, for. So, of course. Yeah. That's we amazing. can keep going. <laughs> we can. The Crucible, blah, blah, where he didn't wash, yeah. apparently, during the whole filming, which was a bit tough on the other actors. But <laughs> there you go. I can imagine he goes full method, right? Well, look, Kim, it's great great talking to you about this, especially seeing some very good, high-quality queer films in the list of films you've got there in the, the good menu for British Fair, uh, basically. So what are the dates again we've got for Melbourne? 28th of October uh, to 18th of November. That's correct. And there's there's a website where you, you can uh, access all the details. It's www.britishfilmfestival.com.au. Excellent. All right. Yeah, when you start thinking about it, there's a whole bunch of LGBT films. I mean, there's Wild um, as well, probably from the 90s. Again, yeah, not afraid to tackle those subjects and embrace, I guess, the, the popular culture and the history of British cinema. So good one. I'll let you go. But thank you so much for talking to us today here on your second breakfast on Joy 94.9. Kim Patalis. Thank, thank you. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.